0: There was another ad where Intel goes, I can only connect one monitor to my PC, uh, to my Mac. I can connect up to three to my PC. What normal person is connecting three monitors to their PC? Like, I mean, out of the like billions of people in the world, you're targeting what? The nine people who connect three monitors? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure there are more, but it's just like, what? what is the point?
1: Welcome to the Branding Deep Dive Podcast. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we have discussions about branding, marketing, uh, how to stand out, and what lessons we can take as small businesses, as personal brands uh, to improve our branding. Uh, today, we are we are discussing the Intel ad. It's a mini episode. It's not going to be a full hour discussion. It's going to be quick. Uh, the Intel ad, for those of you that don't know, Intel recently released an ad. I'll let our guest explain that a little bit in a second. But first, let me introduce our guest. We have with us today, Muhammad Nadim, the man himself. Uh, for many of you guys that uh, are friends with me and Muhammad, uh, you guys may have been, you might may be a little bit surprised to see him outside of his, uh, outside of the, under the rock. You know what I mean? Like he he finally kind of made an appearance into society. He's been off the grid, off everything really for a very long time. He's working on some things that, uh, he doesn't want to share just yet. So, uh, I'm not going to go too much into what he's working on right now or anything like that, but for the context of this discussion, uh, Muhammad has right now is an avid Apple user and fan. Correct. Am I correct in saying so?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty vested into the ecosystem right now.
1: Yeah. Muhammad is an Apple guy. Uh, now, that wasn't always the case. He's also had Android phones and not just, you know, some people are Apple guys uh, and they try out a phone for like two weeks and then they go back to Apple. Muhammad spent a good like two, three years on different phones and different operating systems for uh, his laptop. So he, he he's played around and he knows he made the right choice. And that's why he came back to Apple. Uh, Muhammad, is there anything else you want to touch on in your introduction real quick before we uh, we get into the subject? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I- I wouldn't say I'm like through and through just an Apple guy. I mean, I, I try to go to whatever the best product is. And that's why I'm experiencing different things between Google and Apple and whatever. Um, it's just right now I'm still vested in Apple because I feel like across the board, they have probably some of the better products. And That's where I'm at right now.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly what any fanboy would say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I mean, it, it's always the same response. It's like these are just better products. You know what I mean? So uh Yeah, I anyway. mean like
0: I mean like for example, any fanboy has an Apple Watch. It doesn't fit my lifestyles so of a Fitbit.
1: Okay. All right. That was a good example. You redeemed yourself. All right. So he's not he's not necessarily a, a blind follower. All right, let's let's leave it at that. Uh Muhammad. So this conversation started actually. Muhammad texted me this morning. And he said, did you see the new Intel ad? And I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I'm kind of off the, like, I don't really follow things as much as I probably should as someone that has a podcast. Uh, But the good thing is that, you know, when people see things, uh, they'll just kind of bring them up to you and they'll start having discussions. So, Muhammad, we started having this conversation about the Intel ad. Can you give us a little bit of a, a background on, before we get into the Intel ad, uh, what was the, let's just go through the whole thing. So like, what was the Intel ad? And then let's go into, uh, what were they essentially ripping off? Like, what was the context for this Apple ad or Intel ad? Sorry.
0: I, I think the best way to explain it is you first have to explain what they're ripping off. Otherwise, if you explain, um, what they're doing, it, there's no relevance to it. So like initially they had, um, Apple had these commercials and it was, a uh, Justin something. He's an actor, um, had, he's just he a human. Like, he's just a human. Yeah. But, um, he did, he was the, I'm a Mac guy. And then there was a, the I'm a PC guy. And they used to always just trash PCs through this and, and, uh, the commercials were amazing. Like, it was, it what it kind of put Apple on the map, uh, on the map of having amazing commercials. And like from then they've always had amazing commercials, but they were hilarious and they had like, I don't know, 60, 70 some odd commercials over the period of like six, seven years. Now it's been like 10 years since one had aired and they took this Justin guy who was, I'm a PC guy and, or Mac guy. And now they've made him like interested in PCs. Um, it's kind of like when the Verizon guy went to sprint, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's like it's it's very similar to that. So, uh, for the audience that maybe hasn't seen it, and, and I think it's interesting. We live in a time right now where it's very easy not to see ads, right? Like the only time that I remember seeing ads, really, like that I wanted to see, were was the Super Bowl, right? Outside of that, like you know, YouTube ads, you could put like an ad blocker on, you know, you could put an ad blocker essentially everywhere. So this art form that was, you know, creating a good ad, I feel like it's changing. And the way you kind of have to create ads has been different, but it, I think it's, I think it's good to see that it's still out there. Uh, of course, I'm sure it's always still been out there, but for me, I hadn't really been like, I don't go out of my way to, to watch ads. Right. But
0: yeah, but like, you're also bougie Chima. Cause you got like, all these services ad free. You know what I mean? For those of us who are still watching ads, you know, (laughs) I see a lot of ads.
1: (laughs) I guess you have a point now on that subject. Are there any ads that you actually sit and watch through or do you kind of just wait till the, the, Hey, skip this ad?
0: Um. Honestly, a lot of Apple ads I watch throughout. And that sounds funny. It was, it was actually the, before this I had, actually watched an ad all the way through and then it was so good that i wanted to see if they were more like it and i <laughs> <laughs> searched up more ads um because there's like an there was an apple ad where they're using a bollywood beat mm. off of her dropping her phone and that related to me because i dropped my phone a lot <laughs> and they used the bollywood beat and then they mixed it like some dj mixed it and it was super creative and then they had some like fruit ninja type cooking ad where they were representing the like the iphone to be super durable those were really interesting
1: so on a separate note this is totally unrelated but have you seen the movie inside man spike lee movie no about a bank robbery dude so the weirdest thing the whole title sequence the background music is chenya chenya like bollywood music and I'm watching it, I'm like, there must be some kind of mistake in the copy that I'm watching, but I was, I was watching like Amazon Prime. So I was like, how is this Like, how is this happening? So I like, I Google like intro sequence for uh, Inside Man. And it was like, that was like the actual one. And so I'm like, there, there's no way, like how did this happen? Cause it's it's like a serious suspenseful movie and that's not that type of song. And so it turns Just out- Just instrumental or also music? No, like, no, also- the actual like full <laughs> song, it was, it was so weird. And so I looked it up. And turns out like Spike Lee is a film uh, teacher as well, right? So at NYU film school, one of his students had recommended check out Bollywood movies. So he checked out Bollywood movies and he just liked the song. He just put it in there. But anyway, that's totally unrelated. Uh, Coming back to uh, the discussion. Um, So do you have, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put you on the spot. I'll just say some of my favorite ads as we were kind of, uh, going through this discussion, I went and looked up some of my favorite ads uh, from the original. Right, so there was one ad where. So I think let's touch let's touch on a little bit on like why those ads were so good. And and so I'll go first. For me, the first thing it did was it clarified the differences between Mac and Apple, a Mac and PC, right? And so. Like when you're branding, when you're actually creating a brand, uh, and you want people to pick your product over another product, one of the big things is, like, how are you different? How, what's your differentiating factor? So, for example, there's one ad where um, they were the point of the ad was to highlight the fact. So, all the all the ads, the point was to highlight some feature, right? And so, some feature that Mac had that was better than. Uh, Apple or PC. I don't know why I keep calling it Apple, but yeah. some feature that the Mac had that was better than the PC. And so, uh, and so every sitting at like a therapist there's yeah, that th- those ones are good. Yeah. The therapist yeah. one was good. The one I was going to get at is the one where the, the feature they were highlighting was that Microsoft office was now available on Mac as well. So they kind of, they were speaking in unison and they're like, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. They were saying it at the same time. And I run Microsoft uh, Word and, and all this stuff. But then the PC, he stepped, he kept for, for like freezing. Just like, and mm-hmm. I can run. And yeah. then like Mac said, hey, you you okay, buddy? And so he, he's like, Oh, sorry, just had to restart. Hi, I'm a PC. So he did that again. He did like two, three times. It's just a really funny way of saying that, hey, we can run the same prop programs, but we don't have the restarting problem. Right. And it was so genius like that i think what really made those commercials was the pc character right the for some more context for the people that haven't watched them or maybe not familiar the pc guy was this like and i saw this comment on one of the videos it was like i feel like dwight and jim were based off of these in the office <laughs> <laughs> so for, for the audience that's
0: a, that's a good uh that's a good uh way to explain that
1: yeah jim jim is the mac guy he's like this chill laid back he's like kind of like Hey, what's up? You know what I mean? And and Mac is, or I don't know why I keep mixing them up, but PC is like this, you know, Dwight, like super, I don't even know what the word is, but like, you know, like he's just weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like a nerd. Like I, uh, that's uh, the kind of personality that they portrayed.
0: Yeah. He's like a quirky, you know, yeah. quirky, uptight, you know, individual.
1: And, and so what's interesting is they had a lot of fuel. You know, like Mac had a lot of things that they could play off. You know, like one of the things was uh, when they released Vista, there was a ton of problems. And that was one of the therapy sessions, too. Like there were hey, like, you know, we have all these problems with Vista and it's not your fault. You you know, the scene from Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. They had one uh, where like he's they're doing that for PC. Like, hey, buddy, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And he's like, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's, it's Mac's fault. It's Mac's fault, right? And so just so, jokes like that. So
0: I think, okay, one of the things that I thought was amazing about that campaign in general was that specifically about the Vista thing, they took one thing that was a really good idea. They knew they had done research. People were extremely frustrated with Vista it would freeze, it would give you all sorts of problems. And they hammered that home. Like there's mm, probably exactly. like nine or 10 commercials just about how crappy Vista is. Yeah. Like when you talk about like one of your favorite ones, there's a really funny one where he's like, um, he's got a bunch of money in front of him. And he's like, um, I've set aside, it's like this giant pile of money. And he's like, yep. uh, we've set aside this money for marketing um and then we've got this fixing vista he's like aren't you gonna need to like more money to fix vista he's like oh you're right i'm just gonna put this in marketing too because like (laughs) he's like it's such a big problem and they're like they continuously trash vista over and over again um so like i think that was really effective that they knew something was clear but on the flip side they had stuff but they would make up stuff too right It's just about how you paint the narrative. And that's like Mm. all what marketing is about. There was an ad where um, Mac guy and PC guy are holding hands and they're like, you know, we can talk to each other. We're extremely compatible. And then uh, they got a Japanese lady who came and started holding the hand of the Mac guy. And they're like, yeah, because we are compatible with several other products. And so like we can, we can talk the same language, dude. Apple historically and notoriously is a company that is in- incompatible with several different <laughs> companies, like several products. I mean, it's, they're notorious. Right. And so for them, especially back then where they were even less compatible with other products, it's funny that that's what they were advertising when Android and PC has always been more compatible, but it's just about how you paint the narrative.
1: Mm-hmm. That That's another good point where I feel like there's a, very strong narrative that Macs are for creative people and um, you know, PCs are for people that are not so creative. At least that's my perception, right? And in those ads, they kind of explicitly said that, you know what I mean? Do you think that that really plays a role in the perception of who uses Macs and PCs nowadays, or uh, do you think that's been from something else?
0: I think it's a fu- it's a funny thing because it's a niche market, right? Like, yeah, you, you know, I, when I used to work at Apple, we used to call them pro users, okay? And so this individual needs to get into a pro product versus an Air, right? You would never recommend MacBook Air initially, well, you know. Aside from M1, now you can consider it, but initially you would never recommend a MacBook Air to someone who's editing in Final Cut with you know 4K, 2K video. Um, but you would rec you they need to be a pro user, but How many people are doing that? Not that many. And granted, yes, more of those people are using Macs, but like they've built their brand off of students, off of like businesses, off of so many different things. So I don't think it's just the creative, but it's funny how like they've painted that narrative um, and like maybe people want to be creative and like that's where it goes to. And I think it doesn't even, it doesn't even, it's not about how it makes you more creative. Apple is efficient. And creatives need to be efficient. And like, as someone who is a creative yourself, you understand the fact that Apple simplifies a lot of things to make our jobs a lot easier.
1: Right, yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like I have not used a PC. So I use a PC for work, cause that's what was given to me. But outside of that, <laughs> I haven't used a PC in like- probably... You said that like such
0: a vagina, like such a guy. <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just what was given to me, so I have to use it. <laughs>
1: Outside of that, though, I haven't used a, a PC in like maybe eight years. Um, it, it's just the the experience like it's so much. Once you go there, you can't go back. And and it's interesting you brought up your Apple experience. I totally forgot that you worked at Apple, and that's I think that's a relevant point that we should have probably included in your introduction. So for the audience that didn't catch that, uh, Muhammad did work at Apple for a little bit. Um, and then next thing I wanted to talk about is you know, let's talk about this Intel ad, right? Like why are they using this guy and why is Intel a chip maker going after Mac? Or, you know what I mean? Like, of course I know Intel is in a lot of different PCs but it's not the same thing as like Windows. You know, it's not Microsoft going after it, it's Intel, it's a chip maker, right? So why don't you, if you can give us some context on what this is all about.
0: Yeah, so I think I had read somewhere um don't quote me on it, but I think it was like 65 or 70% of Intel's revenue was coming from uh Macs. Intel oh. chip, Intel chips in Macs. And for those who don't know, Apple just started creating their own in-house chip to power their new Macs, the M1 chip, which, you know, on benchmarks Smash any Intel chip that's out.
1: By the and- way, by the way, I just want to add, like, it's it's incredible. Like, I have, I've been on the M1 since like February probably. Okay. And the uh, Premiere Pro exporting times are like a fourth of what I would wait. Like, literally, like thirty seconds, and my exports are done. It's insane. But yeah, please continue.
0: Yeah, what's funny about that? So I've been I've been using the M1 like a month maybe 20 days and I haven't edited anything yet. Um, but what's funny is just how efficient Apple is on its own. I switched from Adobe Premiere to Final Cut and I had edited a video like two months ago and it was a eight hour render time that Final Cut did in 38 minutes or 40 minutes. Oh my
1: goodness, that's yeah. insane.
0: So like with without the M1, I did that on the <laughs> Intel i7. Okay. So you could literally uh,
1: shoot another video. (laughs) It was,
0: it it was honestly, it was honestly absurd. Like, yeah, that was uh, uh, on its own thing. But um, what did you initially ask me? I lost my train of thought. I was going to
1: say, why is Intel going after Apple?
0: Yeah. So (laughs) once Apple made their own chips, they're still releasing a current line that has Intel chips, but they're going to stop using Intel Especially after how big of a success this was, Intel is super threatened um, by Apple, and so now they're they're going at Apple, you know, and saying how much better Windows is with Intel because Apple won't carry Intel anymore.
1: Mm. And what's interesting is, like, if you watch the videos, like Intel makes chips, so literally they have like one of the videos is like a table full of computers. It's not even like you know pick this one, computer it's like and, pick and, any computer that's not a mac
0: <laughs> and one of them like the the desktop image is like a giant thing that just says intel just so they can <laughs> somehow like represent themselves in some sort of way
1: yeah it's um it's interesting what what are your thoughts i know uh, you had some thoughts on the actual ad do you think it's a good ad what what are your what were your yeah, initial not, reactions
0: I, I mean like I, I thought it was pretty terrible i thought it was pretty terrible <laughs> I thought it was poorly executed. Like I was kind of disappointed in how they executed it. Um, And you had brought up like, oh, well, you know, like an interesting point you had brought up was, you know, they, without the PC guy, this Justin guy doesn't bring that much value The Mac guy. Um, And so converting him to the, you know, to PCs doesn't even make much sense. But I was like, at the end of the day, it was successful because we were texting about it earlier. And and now it's a podcast conversation. Right. Um, (laughs) Right. And so at the end of the day, there was some success to it. And, and like, I think that that video had like 200,000 views. Like, that video doesn't have 200,000 views if they don't get that guy. It's yeah. An no, ad. De-
1: definitely. Definitely. Right. Like, no one, no one goes out of their way to watch an ad, let alone talk about it, go out of their way to watch an ad and then do a podcast about it. You know what I mean? Like, I spent yeah. probably half an hour watching the old ads too, just because of this conversation. Yeah. So I think there is, there's something about, attention that definitely they they were able to hack into. Now my question is do you actually think that they can convert this attention into sales for all the different type of PCs that they're showing or Intel based uh, computers?
0: Well I I don't think you know I, I don't think not everything is meant to be converting into direct sales.
1: Okay. So so what's the point of this then? Yeah.
0: So I don't think it was executed as well as they wanted to be. But I think the point is to just identify or highlight some things about PCs, right? I mean, that's what they're doing They're because it's not about Intel, right? Even though it, it is Intel, it's not the ads are not about Intel. It's about the computers. And if you t- think watch anything about the commercials, they're all tailoring around features that certain Windows computers have that, you know, a Mac doesn't.
1: Right. But why do you highlight features? Because you want the sale, right?
0: Fine, you want the sale. But what I'm saying is is that I don't think they're expecting it to be. I mean, like it's it would be extremely naive. And as exec, as even their executives, I would think it would be very naive to say, oh wow, like, you know, a Windows is a two in one. It can turn into a tablet and flip around. A Mac can't. I'm gonna go buy it. Like I don't think anyone is thinking that, and I don't think any executive at Windows, or you know, at Microsoft or at Intel is that naive. But I think it's a matter of just getting eyeballs and raising attention. And so you start going down that wormhole a little bit. So like on your next computer, oh, let me consider that, right? Because in the Windows world, there are some pretty good computers. No one, I mean, like Mm. there are some really good options and Windows is doing some pretty cool things. And so it's a matter of, hey, like, let me consider this. Apple does do some annoying things. Can I relate to that? I mean, like there was one commercial that Intel did where at the end of it, I think it was the the options one where he's like, oh, um, this is a Mac. Okay. And then he's like, but it doesn't flip around. And then he handed him an iPad and then he handed him the keyboard to the iPad. And then he handed him <laughs> a pencil. And then he's like, oh, here, take this dongle too. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, geez, but like, I could relate to that. Because I have to carry around all of those things. <laughs> like, and to me, that's really frustrating. If if they created something that would be a proper solution, would I consider it? Maybe. As someone who genuinely tries to go towards things that makes my life easier, I don't care if it's Apple. Um, it's something to consider, right? And if they've put that in my head, next time I'm buying something, maybe I'll consider that. And I think that's what you're going towards because people aren't buying computers every single day, right? And, and the enthusiast will never turn. Mm. The true fanboys, they're not affected by this commercial.
1: So if I'm getting this right, um, you're saying that it's not so much the direct sales as much as it is painting their own narrative, right? Like, whereas in the past, you know, Apple did a really good job of claiming their narrative in the beginning with those initial ads where they were saying, hey, this is what we do. This is what we are. This is what we're good at and now intel is kind of showing the other side like hey look this is why we are also we're also out here you know what i mean like this is i mean
0: i mean isn't that what marketing is like it's it's slow it's a slow creep into your mind right <laughs> that's going to make you subconsciously think about something the next time you're going to buy it at least consider it and then make you cons- like, make you buy it eventually, right? Like it's, it's a slow process. It's never overnight. Like when did you watch an ad and you were like, I'm going to go buy that now, right? Like other than maybe an infomercial when you were eight, you know what I mean? Like it's never like that. Sham. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's a good point. So you're, you're saying essentially that they are doing a good job of marketing, even though the execution may not be there but definitely you're saying that you are considering like this in your, so in your mind, did this make you consider, let's say you're going to the store right now and you're about to buy a computer. Are you now considering other options as well? Are you thinking about it? They didn't no, because
0: (laughs) no, because they did a poor job executing. Okay. What What they were effective at, what they were effective at was getting my eyeballs To the, you know, but the features they were trying to sell me on weren't good enough.
1: Mm. Is is that what you mean by execution?
0: Yeah. Like what they, like the scripting behind it on making it it appeal to me. What, first of all, it wasn't natural. And if it's not natural, it's not relatable. Okay. It seems so, it's so scripted when he was talking about it. All right. Like it was, it was really weird.
1: So, let's let's dive in there a little bit you know I mean you're someone that has made videos as well as I have, right like we've done stuff like not not necessarily like commercials at this level right sure. but like we've done some some stuff like this now
0: we've done we've done videos where we're trying to persuade, persuade someone
1: yes, so you can say that yeah why do you think that this didn't come off as natural so look before we get into that, do you think the original commercials were natural? yeah, I think so. Okay, so what in this I mean it's the same guy like what do you think that they did wrong here that made it seem unnatural?
0: Well okay so first of all, he's the smart guy, okay in the Mac commercials and they've turned hmm. him into the dumb guy which oh,
1: makes no sense. oh yeah, that's that's a good point. that's a really good point. okay right, so hold on let me let me touch on that Go ahead. so for the audience that's not aware, in the original series, uh, the Mac guy was always the the level headed, calm, and he knew what he was doing. Whereas the PC guy was the one that like was trying to figure things out. He was always like, his his mind was running way too fast, and he couldn't keep up with his own thoughts, that kind of thing. Right? He was all over the place. And now, when you look at these ads, he's like fiddling with how to even use a Mac. Right? It's just like, okay, that. I think that is a really important point to touch on. Is like you have to if you're playing on a personality in the past, you have to stay consistent with that personality. Are you changing feel his natural. personality?
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it makes no sense. And like, you know, you were talking about in the uh, the gaming, there was, a, there was a, like a tidbit about like a 40-day commercial about uh, gaming and how he goes and he's like, oh, uh, there's like some like teenager gaming on a PC. And he's like, oh, so you're able to game on a laptop? And then he's <laughs> like, what about a Mac? He's like, Oh, no one games on a Mac. And are they like, that was funny because are they really trying like what, what again, purposeful marketing? Like, are they really thinking that they're What's the target audience there? Okay.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Are they trying to target people who game because anyone who games doesn't ever buy a Mac? Everyone knows that.
1: Yeah. There's, I don't think there's a single gamer in the world that's on a Mac. I don't know anyone. (laughs) A single serious gamer.
0: Yeah. Okay. And like, I don't even know, I don't even know a non-series. I've never met anyone who games on a Mac. Okay. And so if no one is doing that, why are you, what benefit are you doing by like targeting that audience?
1: That's, like, that's a really good point.
0: It just makes, it just makes like, it just makes me think that Intel didn't think these ads through. Mm. And a bunch of old guys on an executive marketing team sat together and thought, Hey, if we get Justin, so-and-so who was the Mac guy, it's going to solve all of our problems. And it doesn't like, the scripting wasn't there. You didn't think about purpose. You didn't think about like how we can create this narrative and this story because it's a campaign, right? Like this isn't just an ad, it's a campaign, right? The old I'm a Mac guy thing, th- that was a campaign. They had like 60, 70 commercials that led to that. And that could have been this if they had effectively done it, but they didn't. And like I'm sure they're gonna waste a lot of money on this. I'm sure they paid the crap out of that guy
1: mm-hmm. to, you know,
0: get him to do this. So it's just, it's just funny that like, it could have been something that was actually funny, actually well done, um, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on that a little bit, like for the audience that's listening and you you may be in a situation where you're trying to create some ads. It's really important to understand who your target audience is and create the merit, the narrative or, or the messaging around that. Right. Like in this example, one of the reasons why Muhammad says there's, such a big disconnect is like why are you even making an ad that's for gamers when you know gamers are already on your platform right like they're not even considering max so why are you wasting money creating an ad showing the differences in in the gaming right it's just uh it's foolish right like that's it's showing that you don't actually know who your target audience is or you're just uh you know you're just willfully not targeting them yeah like
0: why why are you not targeting students right like you know, why can't you sell to students? Like, and you can just figure something out on why Macs are very difficult for students. I'm sure you can figure something out. I mean, it's a great computer and it's pretty tough to find what that is. Okay. Um,
1: You want to do a real time walkthrough? Like, let's say we are at Intel right now and we have to script the next one. You want to do that? Sure. I'm not putting you on the spot. Sure. Okay. So, what is a good natural ad with this Justin guy look like? So, let's say we have this guy. Um, we want to highlight Intel processors. So we have a, a range of different computers you can use, uh, different tablets. Even, uh, I mean, I don't know if you know any off the top of your head. So, like real quick you, before you do this, I just yeah.
0: saw another really dumb thing that they did.
1: Sure. Um,
0: there there was another ad where Intel goes. I can only connect one monitor to my PC, uh, to my Mac. I can connect up to three to my PC. What normal person is connecting three monitors to their PC? Like, I mean, out of the like billions of people in the world, you're targeting what the nine people who connect three monitors. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm sure there are more, but it's just like, what, what is the point?
1: Right. Like you're, (laughs) I think that's, so in the original ads, what was really good now that you bring that up, it kind of reminds me is like, the points that they brought up, they spoke to their audience. Like it was yeah. so powerful. Like the creatives, it spoke to them. You know what I mean? Like for me, I watched them. I was like, dude, like, I love this Mac guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then not just that, but like, sometimes they're just frust- like, focus on how frustrating the PC is. Like, I think you, you you don't even have to do a great job of like how great your product is. Just talk about how annoying, you know, the other <laughs> thing is.
0: And, and what was funny is that, you know, they, fo- they had such attention to detail on focusing on the personality of this Justin guy when they did it with Apple. So there was a one where they're sitting at the therapist, okay? And it had nothing to do with Apple, but they were like, can you give a compliment to Windows? And they're trying to make him a likable guy. And Windows couldn't give a compliment or the PC guy couldn't give a compliment to Mac. And Mac was like, you know what? He's like, Windows, you're really good, PC, you're really good at crunching numbers. Like what you right. do with Microsoft Office is really awesome. But like it wasn't about that he was good at that. It, that was just investing in the personality of Mac mm. guy, mm. which was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was that's a really good point, man. Uh, let's uh you ready for the uh yes, the in live walkthrough, the okay. moment of DM, the marketing executive at Intel uh Intel, if you guys are watching take notes. So, moment. <laughs> well, I am, I am the advertiser, I'm, or l- let's say I'm the director. Okay. Okay. And I thought what this I'm looking to be a
0: collaborative effort. Wait, I'm just no, no, this- no, no.
1: I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm the director. What I'm looking for is I'm trying to get paid, trying to get my money uh, okay. and I'm trying to get what you want done. So literally you just give me the direction and then all I'll make it happen. I'll script it out and all that stuff. What do you want me to focus on? Um, where do you think I should take this next ad? We have, we have 30 seconds in this ad. What, what should we touch on?
0: Okay. Uh, and you already hired this Justin
1: guy. Like, I already got Justin, man. I, I did the hard work to... for you. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. Okay. Um, well, he can't be the only one in the commercial. Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll get a, a little gamer or something to sit in the commercial with him.
0: Okay, cool. Um I think that we need to identify our target audiences. So if I'm I'm Intel, okay, I am targeting students. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. I am targeting
1: businesses. Let's, so for the first, like, let's just keep it simple. Let's just say just students. Let's focus on just one thing. Okay. Just to make it easy. Okay. Um, So students, so students, let's say college students in particular right? Um, you're working from home or you're going to school from home. You have zoom classes. That might be a feature you want to touch on. So, sorry, this is your thing.
0: Okay. First thing is, okay. I would trash Apple's webcam, especially yep. right now in this, in this day and age where everything is on zoom, even the newest 2021 Macs have the gar- most garbage, you know, 720p camera. Okay and so i would just rip that to no like till no end all right the fact that even knowing that we're in a pandemic and everyone is doing
1: yeah you
0: know, multiple multiple zoom calls and skype calls and whatever they decided not to upgrade that i would yeah. just trash it
1: yeah that's a that's a really good point so like you released with the new m1 chip during a pandemic and you didn't have the you know ability to add a nice webcam i think that's a really good point that you could yeah. really emphasize
0: yeah, And um, and so, and, and, and like, I would paint, I would paint the narrative that Apple is the money hungry giant, the Goliath. Ooh. And, you know, they, they have the power to help you yet. They don't.
1: Ooh, that's good. Okay?
0: Right. And so they have become someone who like, it, they think that they can just take advantage of the market and we, we won't let that happen to you right mm. and so we're going to constantly innovate and that company stopped innovating
1: i think another and good then, example of that go sorry, ahead another good example of that is how you have to buy a separate um, you know charger for your phone and then you have usb c stuff in your like all of that whereas i think windows does a pretty good job of you just have one type of cable you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah and and like i think they don't highlight that enough like i think they a lot of the time what they do is they will highlight what Apple doesn't have, but then they don't highlight what they have Mm. instead. Right. So like, yeah, they'd be like, Oh, well we have two ports. People don't understand like what that means to have a USB port now and not have a USB C port. People don't know what that means. Right. And so like, I feel like they don't show that to people or like people don't know what dude, Intel, all Intel needs to do is to program their computer to hit any benchmark on some application, okay, to match the M1. People don't know the difference between M1 chip and a Core i7 Intel, you know, quad core, six core. Any, I mean, like, no one knows what that is.
1: It's about the story.
0: It's about the narrative and it's about the story. Just like Apple was telling people that, you know, they're super compatible. They're not, okay? (laughs) Like, you just have to make sure that hey, is it adequate enough to get, you know, get you through your day? Okay. And compete at those levels, right? Compete through like longevity. All right. Like that's what students want, right? Students want, when you buy a computer, when you're done with high school, every student comes in and says, is this going to last me through four years of college? Mm. Can you sell that?
1: Mm. Okay. So number one, you're saying it's cheap. You got a good webcam. Uh, And it has the features you need. They're not trying to rob you with every small feature that they're doing. Those are like the three selling points you would kind of focus on. And so let's, let's walk through like an actual ad. What does that look like? Am I putting you too much on the spot right now?
0: No. Okay. Let's give it a try. It might suck, but let's give it a try. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sad. I I already feel like we got something better. You probably spent (laughs) like eight months on that project. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) poor guys. Okay. So I mean like it's just about writing a script now right like if you have this Justin guy who like you you come to a teenager maybe the teenager is using a Mac Hmm. and then he's like he goes up to the teenager and he's like man he's like I used to use that
1: oh yeah yeah so I mean great minds think alike see that
0: (laughs) yeah like I used to use that he's like but did you know like you don't have to you don't have to go through that anymore and he's like what
1: he's like he's like with a webcam or whatever
0: yeah and then he's like you know, or like the kids, like, you know, uh, like, he's like, he's streaming and his streamers are like, and that's a better way to do it. You can, he's gaming on it, but he's streaming Mm. and his streamers are like, dude, we can't see you. Like you're super blurry. (laughs) Or like, he's holding up like a card and he's like, Hey, like if you guys can scan this QR code and they're like, Oh, it's super blurry. We can't scan Mm, it.
1: That's good. Okay. And then then maybe the Mac guy has like, uh you know, like a ring light. He has like three other lights just to get like the setup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and then you're just like, dude, I just, you know, just using my laptop right here. Yeah, That's
0: what I'm saying, right? Like it's about, it's about just creating and painting that narrative. And then like you can add tidbits to sauce up like, you know, they could have done it. I mean, like their iPhones have it. Except like, you know, they charge way more for this, but they just chose not to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, you're right. I think, uh, listen, Intel, you guys can, you know, <laughs> here's some free advice. Uh, if you guys want more, uh, you know, if you use it, you
0: have to pay Intel,
1: <laughs> you have to pay. It's no, I, I, I kind of just want to see it happen. Like I want to see a good Intel app. You know what I mean? So like, uh, you know, I'll say you can use one of these ideas for free. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want more where that came from, it's going to cost you guys. Uh, anything else you want to touch on Muhammad, real quick? I know I put you on the spot a lot today, man. Uh, it was fun.
0: No, I mean, um, I think, I think that is, are you talking about the entire conversation
1: or the ad? Yeah. The entire conversation. Yep.
0: Yeah. I I think Intel, it just shows how desperate Intel is. like, this is, Mm. uh, they're getting, they're really scared. Because Apple is not their only threat right now. Like, we didn't talk about the whole AMD mess. Like,
1: okay. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, AMD is also coming after them. Apple is coming after them. They're scared crapless. Their stock has dropped like crazy. Okay.
1: Hold on. Do you think um, Apple is going to start giving the M1 chip? Or do you think they're going to be a producer of chips? Processors? for other people yeah no no okay it's
0: against it's against everything apple does
1: <laughs> that's true
0: they make stuff for themselves and never ever will it's a mistake that other companies have made
1: mm.
0: <laughs> you know what i mean sam i mean the, historically apple used to make their own chip in the mac you know that
1: no i didn't know that
0: okay in the G, I think it was called like the G five. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. I, I do remember hearing something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. And then, um, then they started using Intel. Okay. Then, Apple created the iPhone, or were creating the iPhone. And do you know what happened there?
1: No, no. Please, I mean, e- even if I did know, I'm sure the audience would also like to know it's,
0: it's interesting because they went to intel and said we're creating this iphone would you like to create a chip for us oh okay and the ceo paul something was like no come on
1: paul come on
0: yeah yeah okay maybe we would know his name, full name. <laughs> he, he had made the right call okay um so he's he's like yeah it's not worth it the, the cost doesn't make sense okay so Apple had to go to their R&D and figure out how to make their own chips. And that relationship kind of got sour. And like I think that that was probably one of the biggest mistakes Intel's ever made.
1: Mm. Okay. Mm. Now. So do you think since that oh, point.
0: actually, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you're good. You know who started making the chip? Apple never made their first chip. That first chip was provided by Samsung.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, these are mistakes that other companies made. Like, yeah, you're making money, but Samsung built, you know, helped build the iPhone, helped create the monster that they're competing against. Mm. Okay. Apple, Apple very firmly believes in never doing stuff like that. Mm. They create things for themselves and only themselves.
1: Mm, That's really interesting. I think we could have a whole another hour discussion on just that concept but let's uh yeah i mean like
0: yeah go ahead go ahead so i was going
1: to ask you do you think from that point it sounds like from the iphone do you think since that point the decision was probably made that hey eventually we need to be creating our own chips or do you think it came later in the road or is there anything documented about that
0: you know i think that inherently steve jobs was always an individual who wanted to do stuff in-house okay and he tried making that in-house chip work for like a really long time and it just wasn't working stuff was like overheating and so they had to turn to intel and from i mean like this is my own intuition i haven't read hard facts about it from what i've read it seems like that's just the way that the direction that he wanted to take his company in and like obviously there's and you know there's a deep rooted identity of who Steve Jobs is still within the company Mm -hmm. um, and his vision and how he wanted to take it. And so like, because of that, I think that's still rooted on they're creating their own chips and they see the value of doing that. I mean, when Apple created their own chips for the iPhone, that's what made iPhone iPhone, Mm -hmm. right? It's why you can put, you know, like I remember in like 2000, Thirteen-ish, you would see all these commercials between like the iPhone four and like these Nexus phones. It was like Nexus puts six or eight gigs of RAM in their phones, and Apple only puts four. And like the memory, and like Apple doesn't have megapixels, but it's just like Apple could create, you know, using less specs because they were creating everything in house, right? Right, and you can tailor it. Like the hardware is yours, the processor is yours. Whereas like there's an LG phone, there's a Motorola phone and then you know Google is making the software and someone else is making this it's not cohesive right and so Apple had figured that out really early on if that we start doing stuff in-house we can all make it mesh
1: Hmm.
0: and like Apple has created this created and built this identity of cohesiveness right and that's like doesn't doesn't just go within their internally within their products but like Externally, between how their like products and their Apple Watch and their Mac and their iPad talk to Mm, each other, like that's an identity they have.
1: The the coolest piece is like if you have an Apple Watch, you can literally unlock all your Apple, like your MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, whatever it is, you can unlock it just by opening it up. That's for me. Like I love that. Right?
0: Like yeah, I heard. I heard you don't have to have a mask to unlock your phone if you have an Apple Watch.
1: No, you can do it with a mask. Oh, you can! Oh, I didn't know that
0: yeah oh someone told me I, yeah someone told me that I don't
1: have one. maybe someone in the comments can confirm yeah but uh any any other key takeaways or or things you want to add to the discussion before I kind of close it
0: um, yeah, I think off the top of my head, I don't know if anything comes to your mind.
1: no, I mean, I think this was a really dis- really good discussion. I was expecting this to go like maybe twenty minutes, and now I think we're we're well over that, so. Um, I, I wasn't not like the good part of this discussion was not scripted. I mean, none of it was. It's just a discussion. Uh, but I really I appreciate you kind of going where the conversation takes you and being put on the spot a little bit. So I think it was a uh, really interesting. And I think we we gave it Intel a run for their money, just to That's
0: what we do. We wing a,
1: it doing a Zoom call. Uh, so yeah. real quick uh, before we uh, close, I like to do key takeaways when we're doing our full episodes. Usually, I'll kind of sit through and go through and find what I like the most, but I'll just share my key takeaways for this one. Uh, The the first thing I would say is understand your target audience and really craft a message uh, towards those people. I think one thing that Intel maybe dropped the ball on a little bit is they had this budget, they got this guy, but they didn't tailor the message specifically or clearly enough to their target audience. Uh, And the second thing is, and I think this point is something I didn't even think of is like, understand the personality of like, if you're continuing a joke or continuing a a story, understand the personality that comes with it, understand the personality of the character inside that story. And you have to be consistent with that. If you want that to hit the way it's supposed to hit. I think one of the reasons it doesn't hit, like Muhammad mentioned is because they turned the, the Mac guy who was really like, he was very cool, collected, and he knew what he was doing. And they turned him into this guy that's like fumbling with technology now. And it just doesn't make sense, right? So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, This has been a really, really good discussion. Mohammed, we hope to see you again soon. Uh, Again, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.